Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take time to speak with small cap executives about recent important press release. With us today, I'm happy to have him back, Bernard Turion, Chairman and CEO of HPQ Silicon Resources, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol HPQ. For our friends in Germany, on Frankfurt under UGE, and the US under URAGF. For those of you who knew the story, and it's a great one. HPQ is planning on becoming a vertically integrated solar-grade silicon metal producer. That's with the goal of manufacturing solar cells one day at the lower cost and the lowest carbon footprint. But along the way, they're planning to attack other markets just below that. Now, sounds like a lot, but they've got a proven and advanced, they've proven an advanced process with world-class partners to back it up. And the last press release that they just put out, I'm going to read it here for you. HPQ Gen 2 testing confirms the pure BAP process can significantly reduce the cost of making silicon metal by lowering raw material costs. Let's talk about that. Bernard, welcome back to the show. Thanks, George. So, Bernard, this press release, very mm -hmm. technical in nature, mm -hmm. but you're almost, you, know, you almost have to uh, because you want to get the results out to the industry. What does it say about how close you are to being a game changer in the industry that you have to put out technical press releases of this level? Um, fundamentally, we've been very low key about the science behind the technicality where we're moving on. Uh, a, because we didn't want to overly um, awaken our giant competitor. And B, we wanted to make sure that we had results that were basically game changing. And this is what we're presenting. What people have to understand is solar industry is silicone metal, okay? Different form, making it, going to solar grade silicone metal, everything else. 100% of the industry presently takes metallurgy grade silicone metal and converts it to solar grade silicone metal. So everybody has the same raw ingredient coming in, okay? Right. We had this crazy vision with the guys at Pyro. We'll start with quartz. Nobody in the last 40 years has went back to go take a look at how do we do the first step. Now, at the beginning, that was completely irrelevant to the industry because they sold solar-grade silicon metal for 50 bucks a kilogram. If it cost them three bucks a kilogram to buy the metallurgy-grade, the two-end metallurgy-grade silicon metal they needed to do it, really wasn't that important. Right? Flash forward to where we are right now, material sells for about 10 to 11. The best plant in the world have a $14 all-in cost. In that $14, okay, there's still the three bucks kilogram for the 2N metallurgy-grade silicon metal. And nobody in the industry, nobody except us, have went back to how to do it from quartz to moving forward. And that's what it is. We're the first one, and we've, we went back, and we re-looked at the entire schedule, 
Okay. As our objective move to go to solar grade, what we've done is we've basically designed an incredibly better way of making metallurgy grade silicon metal that is cheaper. I'm glad you say that because when you read the headline, right, mm -hmm. it's basically if you just read it without knowing anything about HPQ, it says, hey, we reduced the cost of making silicon metal by lowering the raw material costs. So somebody at home would probably say, okay, but that's not that special because everybody reduces their costs by lowering raw material costs. What is it about you that's able to do it whereas your competitors can't? Okay. It's because in that sentence you're missing or there's a key point missing in your understanding of people. Sure. Reducing metallurgic costs can be I'm going to squeeze my supplier to get a cheaper price. Market right. price is going to bring it down. That's not what we're saying. Our process, okay, needs only 4.5 tons of material, okay, to make one ton of silicon metal. Right. Everybody else in the industry needs six ton plus. Okay. Like 33% more. So at least 33% more material. Well, yeah, they need 33% more. But also, every one of their processes basically have a impurity concentration phenomenon. So if you use six tons of raw material and your impurities have a volatization point, that's pretty scientific, but fundamentally what it means is the impurities... Each impurity in every one of the materials stays into until the end product. That's why in traditional process, you need 99.5, 99.9 SiO2 quartz to hopefully make 98 to 99%. Okay. We've changed that dynamic completely. We've basically are now able to A, use less material and B, take a material of purities that nobody else can touch. Which is, which is lower purities at the end of the day. Which is basically buy. cheaper. It is so right. difficult for traditional metallurgy grade silicon metal manufacturer to get their hands on the raw material, okay? That's considered a competitive advantage of one of my competitors, the fact that they own one of the two sources in the world that can do this. Me, I don't have to buy from those two sources. I can buy from anywhere else in the world. I just need you know, carbon, plug it in. We've, we've done tests with so many different types of carbon. So Bernard, this almost, you know, I'm oversimplifying it, but a great way for people to understand this at home as we're talking is I think of the movie Back to the Future when the doctor flew in with his, uh, with, with that car and it, 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 it escapes it down the name of the car, you should know it, but what he does is he DeLorean, up, DeLorean. DeLorean. He opens up the fuel tank and he just dumps literally garbage from Michael J. Fox's, you know, on the street, on the curb there, dumps the garbage. So in a lot of ways, and that's oversimplifying, is that what you're able to do here? You're able to produce the same great quality, but you don't need as expensive of an input, and only you can do that. Only HPQ Silicon can do that because you've got such a great process that nobody, whereas everybody else needs super unleaded jet fuel, you can use Michael J. Fox's you know, garbage on the corner to, to create the same product. That's overly simplification, but fundament sure. fundamentally, that, that's what it is. We, what people have to understand is 40% of the cost of making the entrance to solar grade business, okay, is, is the raw material input. Right. Okay, we're a mining company, or we're an exploration company. For us, what that means is, you know, if we were ever to do, bother ourselves to delineate resources, well, we wouldn't need a resource at 99.5. We could have a resource at 96% quartz 
and make money out of it. You know? right. so this is why we're not really bothering ourselves too much with the exploration work because eventually once, once we know how far we can go, okay, and we still don't know, the, the results we give are a point on a development scale, okay? Because the Gen 2 had physical limitation, which we've clearly described, which is conversion yield and everything else, more technical aspect. So in this press release, I only want to focus on one thing, okay? And that is raw material, how we're going to reduce the cost of making solar-grade silicon metal. That was the only goal of this press release. Trust me, if I talked about every one of the technical advantage, you would have a 20-page, you know, novel. Right. And last time I issued one, I don't think too many people bothered to read the, the entire press release. So I, I decided to, you know, make this, you know, smaller sections, you know, Reader's Digest version of what's going on. Yeah, and, and even then, but yeah, even then it was, you know, for people at home, not hard to follow, but there's a lot of science involved. But you also make some bold statements I like. And you actually say this, you actually mention your, some of your competitors specifically mm -hmm. that you that your cost will be lower than conventional processes used by producers such as Fairglobe, Dow DuPont, Alchem, and oh, others. They, they, everybody, has a, everybody has a smelter to make silicon metal, ferrocilicium transfer. Everybody has those, okay? Yep. Okay, this is ultra bold statement here, and I've been saying this for a long time. The pure vat will become the gold standard. Eventually, as Gen 3 comes into line... And, and that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. As Gen 3 comes into line, these guys will then have more and more difficulty financially justifying building their smelters. Okay? Now, I am still at Gen 2, but we've started from Gen 1 to Gen 2, moving on to Gen 3, and we have those results. As I said, I've been low-key. Why? Because... Um, until Gen, 3, until Gen 3 comes along, it's like Gen 2 results and everything else. And, you know, we have to go through and analyze every one of the pieces of the data and everything else. We've been heavily focused on the solar and going high purity. And then we says, wait a minute, there might be something else trembling along. Because when I, when I did that long press release with, uh, with uh, Apollon, that's when I realized that suddenly metallurgic grade silicon metal is going to become the next battle cry for the solar industry. The reason being is, People have pushed, tweaked to the maximum the process of making polysilicon, uh, solar-grade silicon. Okay? They just can't squeeze any more out. They can't squeeze any more. And now they suddenly realize, oh, we got this interim cost, which is two-end metallurgy-grade silicon metal, which is now 33% of our cost. How do we go about reducing it? Without getting too much secret, I did get approached by one player in the solar industry, and... Their comment was as this, and that was before he issued his press release. And their comment was as this, well, we don't really care about your 4N, but can you make us 2N for a buck? I never replied to them. But in my mind, I said, yes, we can do it before us. <laughs> for our process. So this is where it fits in. But that's great that you're starting to get these kind of calls. I mean, or these inquiries. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, well, knowing how the industry is, when you're the new kid on the blog coming up with a few things, everybody's going to say, like, Everybody's going to say, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I said, oh, shit, it works. And then everybody wants to jump in. Uh, I don't want to use the T word, but, but somebody did that in the electric car industry, and that's now moving much forward. Um, could that be that type of paradigm shift? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Uh, but I, I think the PureVap process will become the gold standard, and I've been saying that for a long time, and it's the first time I'm presenting 
scientific reason why it is. Basically, yeah, that's tremendous. That's that's pretty tremendous. This is going to be the gold standard for producing solar grade silicon metal or and other so. Uh, so you you actually specifically mentioned this in the press release when you quote you talked about the chemical grade silicon market, and you also talked about additional applications beyond solar. So you're starting to feel good about the the whole gamut from as high as solar grade down to George. We are going to be the cheapest manufacturer of tin silicon metal. Okay. And there's profitability there, a lot of big market, big profits there. There, there is profits to be made right now. Okay. If, if you look at the industry, the demand fluctuates because it's on and off and there's a lot of raw ingredient pricing to it because it's, it, it's very difficult for big manufacturers to control the cost because it plays in, in and out on a regular basis. But we've done a study of the situation and where our cost would be, we would never be affected by the variation of, of the selling price. Right now, the only thing the industry can do when prices, when, when prices become too low is curtail production. That's their only option. The numbers are telling us that there's going to be a need for an extra million tons of this material okay, to meet demand over the next five years. That's, yeah, that's right Cap around the corner. That's right around the corner. Yeah, that's where we are. Capital costs for traditional smelters are through the roof. We also deal with this issue, but that was, you know, as I told you, I would have a 20 page novel if I would explain everything. Well, so, and since we're here just in, in 20 seconds, what kind of, for people who are new to the story, the capital cost be just the cost of building the operation, the plant, and all that. The traditional guys doing it for hundreds of million dollars on a percentage basis. What do you think you'll be able to lower that cost by? Ballpark, um, though, you can't say well, it's, no, it's, it's, it's completely different. What happens is the way we look at our process, we think we reach maximum scale efficiency at 5,000 tons per year. Um, so, and we get cheaper price on, on a capex per, um, on a cost per kilogram of annual capacity, okay, from 5,000 tons, then other manufacturer needs 30,000 ton more plant to match. Wow. Okay? So immediately the size of capex. So you have this, you have a market dynamics, which is changing where bulk of the production was in China. It's been removed in China, everywhere else. People want to have basically more control over their, um, their sourcing. We're perfectly situated. And the, and the other advantage is the other big cost after raw ingredient is electricity. Let's go back. <laughs> so we're like, so not all cylinders. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a question of all cylinders. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of interviews and I've been very confident where we've been going. It's because fundamentally I knew that this is where it is. It's just that, you know, it takes time for us to get the technical report that confirms everything else. And this is why we're issuing it. We're presenting it. Um, and so where are we going? Because you say a great thing about where we're going. So let's talk about, okay, you hit this major milestone. In fact, you say in your quote, it's a tremendous milestone. Mm -hmm. What does the next six to nine months look like? Because obviously you go into Gen 3, the pilot plant. How does that look? Well, it's, it's, as I said, there, there's now multiple, there's a, there's a market, there's a, there's a $8 billion a year market, all right, jumping up to $12 billion by 2025, very soon, all right, that market, we're cost competitive. A subsection of that market, which is expanding, is a solar grade silicon model, okay? That's a market we are still continuing to develop and move forward. I think that the issue that was arriving for investors to get their hands around is, okay, 
when's the right time for me to get in? I love the stories and, and I can get the, I can get the understanding. Everybody's saying, when's the time? Well, we're getting close to that time, but I don't know when that time is. But the only thing I know is that when I look at those things is I now have multiple options of starting to look at generating revenues and then placing financial models and starting to build them up. Naturally, the Gen 3 is needed for us to finalize all these costs because, you know, Gen 2, we're just doing assumption uh, and Gen 3 will be moving forward. But, you know, you it's, how, how worried are you, not worried, uh, how, how cautious are you about Gen 3? Because it sounds like you said again today, de-risking the project. So it seems like every milestone you keep de-risking. Are you pretty, you pretty feel, you're pretty, you're feeling pretty secure about how far down you de-risk the project now? Yeah, the, the Gen 3 is nothing else than a, you know, a bigger model of the Gen 2. The, big, the biggest risk, okay, the biggest technical challenge risk in, in my mind, but I'm not an engineer, so in my mind, was going from the lab scale, which was a completely static piece of machine, to one that could basically feed in material and move on, okay? Uh, I, I, I believe that was the biggest risk that we've de-risked. Now it's just playing around. Is it going to work the first time out? No, I don't expect it. You know, it's called R&D, Research and Destroy. Um, it's good. There's going to be bugs into it, but I have 100% confidence that the guys of Pyros will figure a way. To, they've done it all along. They, they've done it along. They, you know, I'm pretty sure if you look at the history, how they developed the draw strike technologies, there was probably times where people were you know, pulling their hair and saying, this is never going to work, and it's now becoming a very big success. So... This is where the difference of our structure is and our development strategy is. We've partnered up with people that have gone through the ringers, okay? And we've, we're following their, quote-unquote, sorry, sorry, guys, paint-by-number process, okay? We're not trying to jump scale. We're not trying to do everything else. Um, you know, if somebody would have thrown me $80 million three years ago to speed up the process, I wouldn't have changed it because every step we've learned and moved forward. But now we're entering a phase with... With Gen 3, um, we can start thinking revenue stream. We can start thinking what to do with it. Um, I, will evolve more, I will evolve more into this, but we're actually even looking at ways of starting to generate revenues from the, the operations of, of the pilot plant, which was not something we were looking at at the beginning. Actually, that's something I'm hearing for the first time. Also. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's you know, it's, it's, be careful of, 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 of calm water. A lot of things have been going on under the scene. Um, and it's, it's basically, well, not, if you take a look, we did issue a heck of a lot of press release since January. And it's just a start. Um, and that's, that's really what it is. Will the industry start believing it? Yes, because um, I've had a few discussions over time over the guys of the industries. So I understand where they are. But I also understood that they didn't see us as a threat because in the information, the technical information we publish, we always mention high purity core, a high purity carbon to make the material. So they thought you're on the same playing field. Ah, they need high purity just like us. Exactly. Now, <laughs> now I'm basically oh, telling. Oh. Well, it's like it's, it's you're like, back to the future. You're the, you're, exactly. You're exactly. Throwing, you, you can throw garbage and, and banana peels into the into the DeLorean at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. That's exciting, Bernard. That's exciting. You know, looking forward to seeing what you'll be doing. But, you know, I always love that. We, and by the way, we just came up with that analogy. I just came up while we're talking because uh, 
you know, like everyone at home who's either watching this on video or by the way, you know, we're now on Spotify and Google podcasts. So if you don't got time to watch the video, you can just, you know, catch a Gorecom on podcast on, on Spotify and these guys, and you can listen to this interview with Bernard while you're driving somewhere or while you're waiting in a doctor, you know, a doctor's what? office. This, or whatever this my face. And you get, <laughs> and you get to bypass both our faces, which on its own is an advantage. But, but go back to my point that, we hadn't, it's not like we, uh, it's not like we came up with that off screen like wrestlers and we just, you know, created this story. That's, if I had to explain it to people in a very layman term, that's what you've managed to do now. Everybody else needs super jet fuel to, you know, in order to, to fly their DeLoreans. Uh, whereas HBQ Silicon can go on, you know, Michael J. Fox's uh, trash on his, on, on the curbside in order to do the exact same thing. And that's, that's a big advantage. That's huge. You know, it has to be a bit more purified, just regular trash. But it is in in the scale of the industry. Okay, Um, you know, somebody was asking me like because we did a test. Well, we we did a a modeling, and if the same raw material was used in a traditional process, they would make ninety six five silicon model. And we had this discussion: Is it worth something? It's like, well, it's you know, ultra pure ferro silicium, but nobody's going to bother to pay for it. So it's really like it's, it's a material with no commercial value. Uh, but if we can make two ends and everything else, so we're we're pretty we're pretty happy. It's following the normal logic advancement, um, but it, it it is a unique it is a unique situation, and it allows now HPQ to start talking about more additional market my issue before was yeah we have a process that can do four in it's very very nice it was very easy for the industry to push me over it says the industry the market doesn't need four in reality is there is a demand for four in a specialty material but for an industry that's designed around you know 50,000 ton per year a market that's 3,000 ton per year has no interest okay um but those are. But high you're market. still. But you're still going to be gunning for shoulder grade silicon metal. That is. Still- I'm going to. I'm going to be gunning for making the most buck at whatever I do and translate it. Okay. And one of the markets we've identified, solar grade silicon metal, because it's one that's high demand. It's it's very there. It's one of the. We're getting higher. We're getting higher and moving forward. We've identified that one, and we're moving that one. But if in the meantime, uh, we figure a way to make more money to, so we can self-finance our R&D research to do solar better to it. Um, and if we can increase shareholder value by looking at other prospects and, and, and advancing the project, that's what we're going to do. We are in the business of generating, of having a project to present to investors after the Gen 3 that will definitely have pathways to profitability. And we think we can start to generate revenues at the pilot place phase. At the end oh. of the pilot place phase, but at the pilot place phase. I'm looking forward to discussing more of that because that's the first time I'm hearing everyone's hearing it. So that's, that's even more juice coming out of this interview. And Bernard, thanks, thanks for joining us. And congratulations again on, a, on another major milestone. And uh, you know, you're, you're going to be an overnight success story pretty soon. With You've been remaining low-key, but I like the fact you guys are coming out. You're getting bold now. You're making these kind of statements. And you're telling the industry, here we are. And, uh, and I, I love that. And we'll just address something because I understand some naysayers. Oh, you're coming out with something new. Actually, we, I went back and I reread our original 2015 press release where we discussed what we we're going to be doing. And we mentioned that we were going to attack two different markets, solar grade 
and reducing the cost of metallurgy grade silicon metal. Oh, so we're actually following through. It's just at one point, everybody got so excited about solar. Just said, okay, we'll work on the solar part. But, you know, fundamentally, I always knew internally that, you know, what we're well, your doing. Your responsibility as a company is to find the sweet spot where you got high enough demand with high enough of price. So you've got that perfect combination of, you know, actually being able to generate. Well, we're, we're, we're talking about, a, you know, it's a 3 million, it's a 2 million tons per year market going to three million, it's the $8 billion ton per year market, okay? I'm talking about my sweet pot, my commercial plan is 5,000 ton per year, okay? You're there. I have no problem, I'm gonna have no problem liquidating, I don't, do not need to bend down and sign, you know, tremendously bad condition off-take agreement or anything else. This is the entire, that's been my entire reason why and I'm not one of those that says, oh, I need a research center that's going to cost me $80 million to prove that my technology can save a bit of money. No. We've done this with this budget. We've done it with those prices. Um, we've done changes along the project, but we're still within the original budget and everything else. Um, that's not the same thing. I, I look, I've studied every one of the other issues that any other technology companies have had. And often they saw too big at the beginning. Okay. I see big once we're operational, but R&D-wise, we're following logical steps of going in. And you've got that, that we won't talk about it right now, but the two partners you've got are world-class. Yes. This isn't just Bernard and a couple of smart guys doing this out of, out of Montreal. This is world-class partners on a global scale. So uh, congratulations again, Bernard. This is a major milestone, and thanks for coming on to explain it to everybody because it's important for everyone to understand. Thanks. You've been watching either on YouTube by, by video or listening, if you're on podcast, to Bernard Turiol, Chairman and CEO, HPQ Silicon Resources, trades on the Venture Exchange under HPQ. Now, for those of you who want to get the next step, you got to do your due diligence. Get to Agoracom, punch the company's name or stock symbol. Take a look at the profile page where we summarize all this stuff neatly. Take a look at the interviews we've done with Bernard over, over the past six months, just in 2019 alone, maybe even before that. Great information and and give you everything you need to know. But then we know you're gonna have questions. Get to the forum, ask questions. Bernard will be the guy that actually answers them. And that kind of access to the CEO uh, speaks volumes to the confidence they have in their future direction. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time.